Happy Sunday, Middle Church. I'm Natalie Renee. I am your digital minister here for Middle Church, and I am welcoming you to our very first completely virtual worship celebration. Hi! <laughs> We're so glad that you've chosen to worship with us today. Um, it's been a particularly trying time with COVID-19, the quarantining, the uh, social distancing, um, I'm in my apartment here in Harlem, uh, and we're all just trying to make sure that we're keeping each other and ourselves safe. And it's just a time of loss also that we want to recognize. It's about like important events that we've had. I've heard of weddings being canceled, loss of work. We're all just trying to find our way through. But as I am in this apartment, I hear outside my window birds and it reminds me that God is not canceled. Love is not canceled. Justice is not canceled. Community is not canceled. We are not canceled. We are here. We are here for all of us. In the next few minutes, you'll see a collection of clergy and staff from Middle who have come together to do just that, to commune with you in this very unique worship celebration. And so I invite you to take a deep breath and let us worship God together.
Good morning, everyone. Now it's time for the message for all ages. This is a time for everyone, but especially our young friends at home. So if you're at home playing with a toy or eating a snack, put it down and listen up. This time is for you. I'm Pastor Amanda. It's so good to see you again today. I want to start off by giving a big shout out to all of our germ-busting super-duper helpers. So when I say three, we're gonna give a big hip hip hooray for all of our young friends at home who have been washing their hands, staying off the playgrounds, and staying out of school to help be germ busters. One, two, three, hip hip hooray! Thank you, helpers at home. Now, on Monday, I started to feel a little bit down about our new schedule. I started to get a little bit worried about not seeing my friends so often. I started to feel a little bit unsure about what my new routine would be like. And about that time, Skylar looked up at me and said, hey mom, you know what? Today is going to be a great day. I love you. And then another time this week, Zane was drawing and he drew a picture. And do you know what his picture said? God loves us everybody and you know what I learned that you friends at home are not only helpers when you wash your hands and when you sneeze into your elbow and when you stay away from your friends right now but you are helping by being your very selves every single one of you has something inside of you at home that is helping us adults it's helping all of us get through this very different time of the coronavirus. Every single one of you has something to say, has something to draw, has something to dance that is going to help us all imagine our way through this. We are so grateful. So here are our takeaways. Today can be a really great day, right Skylar? You are loved and God loves us, everybody. Now let's say a prayer. You can repeat after me at home if you'd like. Dear God, dear God, thank you for all of our young friends. Thank you for all of our young friends. Please help us all continue to be helpers, germ busters, and imagination makers. Please help us all to be helpers, germ busters, and imagination makers. Amen. And now's the time that we would sing See Ya Hamba because we are always walking in the light of God. See you next week. Hi, I'm Jackie Lewis and I'm the Senior Minister of Middle Collegiate Church. We're so glad that you're joining us today. Often when we're together inside our sanctuary, we say, where are you from? And people say, Brooklyn or Boston or Brussels or Paris or Peoria or Austin. Where are you from? Who are your people? What, what are you bringing with you right now to this worship celebration? We want you to stay connected to us. So there's a few things you can do. One, if you look at the top of our homepage, you'll see that you can subscribe to our uh, newsletter and find out about all the ways you can connect. It's very easy. Uh, two, you can worship with us live every Sunday at 11.45. We've been live streaming for years, but uh, right now we're really paying attention to how we can gather in virtual spaces. So we hope that you'll join us in worship.
We also hope that you'll look down at the bottom of the homepage and see all of these digital opportunities to connect in Zoom rooms around LGBTQ, around Bible study, around care, around gospel choir. We hope that you will become a part of this community and stay connected so that you can feel the presence of the Holy even in these hot mess times, we say. Welcome once again, and we're glad you're here. Good afternoon, Middle, and happy Sunday. We are now at the point in our worship where we offer our hearts and our thoughts to God. Together as a community today, we gather virtually, but God hears us wherever we are. And this morning, we'll be led in the prayer by the gospel choir as they sing the song, God Is. I invite you to still your hearts and mind and to listen to the gospel choir and to join us in this prayer.
continue in that joyful spirit of prayer, and we're going to pray together now the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. There is an inclusive version printed in your bulletin, but please pray in whatever language and whatever version you are comfortable with. Let's pray together now. Ever-loving and holy God, how This is a beautiful, full family to look out on. Use this time now to get to know someone that you haven't met before and pass the love and the peace of God as you do. May the peace of God be with you. Peace be with you. May the peace that passes all understanding be with you now and always. Hi, I'm Julia. I'm in Born Hill, Brooklyn. Peace be with you. Hi, from Manhattan, sending the love and the peace from Antoine Hopper to all members and everyone out there with the hearts. I love you. La paz sea con vosotros. Peace be with you. Amen. 愿主个平安与你同在。Peace. Oh look, a hand! May the peace of God be with you. Morning, friends. Peace be with you. Peace be with you, middle family. Love you. Mwah. Peace be with you. Carry it to the ones you love. Hello, my middle brothers and sisters. Elizabeth here. I'm wishing you so much peace. We are in Inwood, and we are wishing you peace this morning. Peace be with you, middle family. Bianca, I'm out in Brooklyn, breathing with you and wishing you peace. Ah, si te quiero mucho.
a prayer with me please holy one may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight god our rock and our redeemer amen today's scripture lesson is psalm 23 it's one of the psalms that my mom and dad made us memorize when we were kids and of course we learned it in the king james version and this is how it goes if you know it say it with me the lord is my shepherd and i shall not want he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. When I was little memorizing this psalm, I didn't know anything about sheep. The only thing I knew about sheep was we might get cast as one in a Christmas pageant. And somehow they were standing by baby Jesus's uh, crib when the little drummer boy was singing, um, I have no gift to bring. But somewhere along the way, I got really uh, curious about the book by Philip Keller, A Shepherd's Look at the 23rd Psalm. And then when you read that book, you're so fascinated that David was such a rich metaphorist. All these uh, allusions to sheep come right out of his experience as being a shepherd. I'll just tell you a little bit about it. You know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. A good shepherd takes the sheep to the best field. He leads me beside the still waters. He makes sure that I drink good water, moving water, clean water. Um, he restores my soul. Sheep are so greedy, they'll just keep eating and eating and eating, and they have more than one stomach. So pretty soon, this gas will build up in their stomach, and literally, they'll fall down. And if a shepherd doesn't pick them up, they'll die. He leads me in the right paths for his namesake. My, my sheep are my property. This is my, my, my name, my good stuff. So I got to take care of you. That's my wealth. Y'all prepares the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. I'm going to take you up to the high place to eat, even if there are wolves or coyotes around. 
In the valley of the shadow of death, even there I will fear no evil. It's treacherous out there in the wilderness. Sheep walking around and there's coyotes and there's wolves and the shepherd keeps them well. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Um, sometimes a shepherd is behind um, using a slingshot or a rod. And sometimes a shepherd's up front using a staff, but from behind and in front. A good shepherd makes a container for the sheep to be safe. Isn't that amazing? I love that. So David knew a lot about sheep, and now you know some more about sheep perhaps than you than you imagined you would on a day like today. So David was a shepherd boy. He got anointed to be king ahead of his brothers. He became a king. He was um, not a perfect guy. He fell in love with some pretty woman named Bathsheba, watching her take a bath up on top of her roof and um, had an affair with her, and then sent her husband Uriah into battle, and Uriah died. David writes Psalm 139, and he writes this Psalm 23, not because he's perfect and has deserved all the good things from God, but because he loves God and he knows God loves him. He knows a lot about sheep, and he knows a lot about being human, about ups and downs and failures, about living, about making mistakes, about being lusty, about being, about yearning, about being a friend. And he knew, he felt confident that no matter what happened, just like he was for his sheep, God was for him. God was for him, a protector, a waymaker, a provider, someone hemming him in and before, in front and in back, holding him and keeping him safe. Even when he made mistakes, even when he fell down, David felt like God was going to pick him up. When I learned the Psalm, I didn't know anything about sheep. And frankly, when I learned the Psalm, I hadn't lived my life yet. So I didn't know anything about falling in love and breaking up. I didn't know anything about surviving a car accident, which I did when I was 22 years old, flipped my car on the sunroof in the Queen Elizabeth Way and walked away from a totaled car and lived to talk about it. When I learned the psalm, I didn't know anything about being a young woman and yearning for love and a career and hoping to make it work out okay and relationships ending and jobs ending and not being sure about the next step. When I learned the psalm, I didn't know that I was going to really feel this call to ministry and finally say yes to it and quit my life and go to seminary. I had not lived my life. I had not yet yearned for a baby and then find out that I couldn't have one. I had not yet suffered the loss of my mother. Emma, who taught me the psalm, who died three years ago after fighting cancer for 10 years. I didn't know the way I would howl like an animal when I was told that she was dead. I didn't know the way the permanence of the loss would feel. <clears throat> Friends, none of us knows how our lives are gonna end. We don't know the path that we're gonna be on. We're out of control about that. And in fact, that we are out of control is why some of us try to create God, create God 
in such a way that we feel in control. Someone who will stop all the things and end all the things and protect us from all the things. And that is not really exactly how God works. Listen to my sermon from last week when I'm talking about where is God. I'm saying God is in the dying space. God is in the living space and God is in the dying space. I know. I worked in an emergency room. I know. I've been a chaplain with people dying. I know when people are giving up their life, God is there. When my mom was giving up her life, when she had fought the fight about cancer and now it was time to, to, to yield into what bodies do, which is they die. She was so alive. She was so funny. She was so straightforward. She was so um, candid. She was so loving. She was so full of God in her dying. So what I'm saying to you, friend, wherever you are, is this virus is scary. This time is frightening. There is nothing great about this kind of fear, except maybe it unleashes us to live. Maybe in the valley of the shadow of death, we get the gift of living our life, fully, fully live our life. Yeah, inside your house, but play some music, write the song, read the poem, pet your pet, call your friends, write letters, email people that you miss, forgive the one you're still holding a grudge against, take care of your body, take a bath, drink a lot of water, walk outside and smell the fresh air, do the thing you never have time to do because you're so busy living. In the valley of the shadow of death, God can give us a gift. And that gift can be a quality of life. A quality of life that we would never do if it were not for these circumstances. My prayer for you is you will live every moment, every moment, as though it is our last one. Amen. Hi, everyone. We're here. We are in church. Okay, so maybe we're not in church, but we are definitely doing church together. My name is Calissa Brewster, and I've been a member at Middle for about three years, and I've been on the digital team for the better part of a year, which is wild because it's gone by so quickly. If you were to go to middlechurch.org right now, you'd see a big picture of us at Pride and it says church is where the people are. That has never been more true right now because right now during COVID, the people are online and that's where we are, online with you creating church in this digital space. One of the things that I love working for Jackie and working alongside Natalie Renee Perkins, um, our digital minister, is that as we've built and grown and envisioned what we wanted our online presence to be, as we've live streamed and built more of a membership there, as we've built into Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, which are all part of our ministries, They've never seen a difference between an online member and someone who comes and worships with us every Sunday in the sanctuary. If you are a middle member, you are middle member. 
whether you are in France, whether you're in Connecticut, whether you are, you know, in Harlem at home, and right now, whether you're online because you can't gather more than 10 people at a time during COVID. This moment's a little bittersweet. I know for myself and for a lot of you, um, the stories that I'm seeing online, our members and people who follow us on a lot of our social channels, things are really hard right now. Um, people have been laid off, lost jobs. There are folks who can't get into nursing homes to see their parents. Um, people who are worried about getting their medication in this crisis. People who are just feeling really lonely. And we don't know what the end of this thing is gonna look like. But guess what? We are still here. Love is still here. Justice is still here. Middle is still here. And if you went again to our page, middlechurch.org, you'd see a button where you could see a listing for everything that we have going on online. We've still got kids groups happening, dance parties. We have young adult groups. Jackie's leading an ethical leadership seminar for the young adults. We've got um, just so much going on. This movement still needs your help. I know it's really hard to imagine donating right now, but whatever you have, we can really use it to power this movement, to make sure that we can still offer programming, that we are innovative, that we are creative, that we are really showing up for you in this new, brave digital space. I'm gonna be real with you. Even though I love this place, I haven't always given. But right now, I am. I need to be. I love this place and I want to be able to show up for it the way that it has showed up for me. So there's this um, quote. Um, it's Alice Walker. And it, it reads like this. Have you ever found God in church? I never did. I just found a bunch of folks hoping for him to show up. Any God I ever felt in church, I brought with me. And I think that all the other folks did too. They come to church to share God, not to find God. So let's just continue to share God together. We're here. If you haven't joined the movement, join it. We are so happy to be able to be here for you and with you. And I'll see you on the interwebs. <laughs> Bye. Someone see they're uh -huh. alive for so much 
much more of this can I take? Cause in a minute I'm about to break today. See the pain has purpose, so I'm throwing away. There's a harvest if you only wait. Don't walk out now, I need you to stay. together. Holy and loving God, the distance between us could not feel more distant. Our collective giving, the sharing of our money, the sharing of this worship time together is a reminder that we are in fact always connected. For you, God of peace and love and the will to get us through this, we give you thanks. We ask now that all the things that have been given in this space, money, time, talent, laughter, singing, technology, be used to rejuvenate our spirits, and our souls from this day forward. And all your many names, amen.
Today's sermon was a reflection on the 23rd Psalm. It's a psalm that we all know so well that we might forget that it was actually written by a shepherd, David, a shepherd, an expert on all things sheep, but also a boy who grew up to be a man, who was a husband and a father and a lover and a fighter, a person, a human being who knew a lot about living and still claimed God is present even in the darkest valley, even in the valley of the shadow of death, even when we think we might die, God is present and is presence for better or for worse, in sickness and in health, in good times and bad times, as long as we shall live and beyond, God is present to us. May that God love you always, keep you always. Amen.